0: Yeah, I, I can't believe they made up. I'm upset that they made up. So am I. I like the feud. So did I. I wanted to see The Rock, I don't know, beat him up, but not beat him up, but it's, beat him up. It's such at a the box office. That would be where it actually hurts If yeah. you beat Vin Diesel up in the face, he already looks like he's, ha- he's had a few looks bad like, knocks. Yeah, he yeah. looks like pizza dough. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> but, but now, like... It's just funny because in my mind, there's only one person you choose in the Rock versus Vin Diesel debate. Yeah, yeah, Uh, uh, Captain Charisma or uh, or I don't know, Vin Diesel. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I was just thinking Vin Diesel is actually more of a Rock.
1: Yeah, you know, basically, he's he's got nothing to him when it
0: comes to personality. Even though I don't hate Vin Diesel, I kind of love how bad he is. Yeah, and how crazy he is. Mm -hmm.
1: It entertains me. Yeah I can understand that I don't, I just have no love for Vin Diesel No No I never really have Have you seen him dance? Yeah I've seen that video And yeah, he's dancing
0: yeah. He's a crazy person He is But the feud's over and I'm, I'm, the, the Rock now He kind of Made a bit of a wink To the cameras in Well, he says I'll see you down the road Yeah So he might be in the next Fast and Furious Maybe. It sounds
1: like it Yeah I d- The Hobbs and Shaw experiment Though worked It worked Yeah Yeah i think that's probably what scared vin diesel that it worked maybe yeah oh let's be friends again yeah also like i mean the rock is such a box office draw you know i don't understand why you wouldn't put him in it he is and he isn't the rock is an anomaly he's more famous for being the
0: rock than being a film star
1: yeah that's true
0: and if you look at his box office results they're very middle of the road and then there's a spike with fast and furious and a spike with jumanji Really? That's about it Like Hercules didn't take off As yeah. much as he wanted to Skyscraper didn't take off As Scorpion much as he wanted King. to Scorpion <laughs> King Stop going back to Scorpion <laughs> King Your favourite rock movie It is I watched it so much as a child Pain and Gain didn't even do that well Pain and Gain's a great
1: movie It is as a well. great
0: movie
1: Can you believe you're calling The Michael Bay movie great? No I can't Well in fairness um, He also does What's that other movie? Benghazi That's good 13 hours or Oh
0: that is good Yeah
1: with John Krasinski John Krasinski, yeah That's a good movie With as Jim well Jim from The Office His yeah. first action role Yeah, exactly Anyway, we've more There's more new Michael Bay stuff That we'll be talking about yeah. But first things first we've got to start the podcast We do Welcome to Straight to Series, episode 21. Whoa, we made it! We're old enough to drink in America. Yeah, boy. Yeah. And it feels good. It does feel good. It, it feels good. To celebrate going to uh, 21, we're back on the monster. Yeah, Hell yeah, bro. The thing we drank in our, oh, sorry, our undisclosed black diet, diet drinks or whatever, energy drinks. These uh, are not diet. No. <laughs> that's for sure. Mm. Well. I don't know. Gives you the shit. Yeah, that's true. Um... Yeah, we drank these in our unaired episode. And to commemorate <laughs> commemorate a second unaired episode, because <sighs> yeah, we recorded this whole podcast. A few days ago. A few days ago. Recorded the whole thing. Computer's a dick. Computer crashed right at the end. An hour and a half. Gone. It just was laughing at us. It was. Due to a certain curse that we will be invoking again later yes, on in yes, the show. Yes, so got to talk about this curse. It's we real. Do. The curse is real. The curse is real. we got proof. So, so if this gets released, we know we've beaten the yeah. curse, basically.
0: I'm afraid that the curse is going to curse this again. So am I.
1: I'm very afraid. Yeah. We had two reasons for it failing as well. What was the second one? For what failing? For, the, for it not capturing or something. Wasn't there? We blamed one on the curse and then there was something else as well. Oh, I think we just blamed Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg, yeah.
0: Who has something to do with the curse. curse. That's a
1: little teaser for later. But first things first, we're going to go to the box office, which is how we normally like to start this thing. So last week, we didn't really have much to talk about. No, we didn't have a dog in the race. Yeah,
0: and The weekend just gone. Yeah, Didn't have any significant releases. No. Rambo is doing... Softly
1: yeah. it's, it's a soft release We What do we we said oh, we, I mean we didn't say Because this is a new podcast <laughs> But it was going to hit like What 100 million maybe It might It yeah. might
0: limp to 100 million Yeah
1: about 96 mil Is conservative I would Yeah say.
0: and I think That's alright It's a Rambo movie Yeah Like everyone's over it anyway You were saying They historically don't do very well Ra- Well the last Rambo Made nearly the same oh, It really? made just over 100 million And cost 50 million to make this one cost fifty million to make And it, pr- it might just make Nearly identical numbers So strange So in other words It came out in 2008 I'm pretty sure yeah. The last Rambo So 11 years ago We were over Rambo
1: <laughs> And he brought it back <laughs> And he brought it back I don't think Rambo Has the same love As other Sylvester Stallone characters No But The first
0: movie Is one of his best It is Which is interesting And even when I was watching Rambo Because uh, I went see it You haven't seen it yet Yeah um, You're not missing much but when even when I went to see it, they kind of touched on the PTSD and Rambo. It's the whole thing is like Rambo's never left the war. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, there's actually so much they can do with this. Yeah. Like he could do a Rocky six yeah. after the ship pile that was Rocky five. He actually really brought it back and it was a poignant story. Yeah. And I, I thought it was great. I really like Rocky six. Mm-hmm. And when I was watching Rambo, I was like this. like They, they, they kind of touch on little things where you're like, oh, go deeper into that. Yeah deeper into like how he's suffering from PTSD mm-hmm. instead of him just beating the shit out of Mexicans
1: not as interesting for an hour and a half yeah because <laughs> he's a racist because
0: <laughs> he's a racist yeah and he's so greasy
1: he's so greasy he's so greasy in that movie um, he's
0: forearms and grease in that entire movie yeah. D-
1: did you know uh, Sylvester Stallone did did the movie Freeze My Mom Has a Gun that's his biggest regret his biggest regret <laughs> but it's because Ar- he heard Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to do I it I
0: know he used to play these games yeah. all the time yeah I love that mm-hmm. I love that So Arnold Schwarzenegger just He Arnie's a He's a crafty one isn't he He is He's
1: very crafty
0: Check out our, our Predator Yeah Special He's a crafty he's, guy he's,
1: Yeah you see how he, crafty He plays a few tricksies Every yeah. now and again He's, he's a, a trickster He's a trickster But speaking of tricksters uh, We're talking about The Joker Fantastic segue by <sighs> the way you. Thank you very Congratulations. much Congratulations Thank you um, Yeah so the Joker is out today In Ireland As yes. of filming this I,
0: I think worldwide Worldwide 4th of October
1: Okay, that's a good time to release it. But uh, Box Office Mojo has its uh, projected earnings. Yeah, it's actually really interesting because it's the widest release in
0: America in October ever. Really? And Venom last Mm -hmm. year, was last year, 2018? 2018 was Venom, yeah. And that that set the record. And this is beating it by over 100 theatres. That's crazy. So it's actually the widest release released movie in October in America.
1: But that's so weird considering the controversy around Joker at the time. I know, and there's certain ti- uh, theaters that won't even show it. Yeah.
0: Cuz so they're fearful of what is the the one was it The Dark Knight?
1: The Dark Knight had the shooting.
0: The shooting, and yeah. I think that same cinema, even maybe that whole the whole um franchise of cinemas yeah. aren't showing it. That's Cosplay is also banned in a lot of theaters really? in America.
1: Yeah. I, Lakeith Stanfield uh, went to the premiere of the Joker and he had, and he cosplayed. He had like the Joker face paint on. Deadly, Yeah, That's so. Cool. That's weird though that cosplay is banned. Like, in, in certain ones. Yeah, in, yeah. I don't know.
0: I guess it has something to do with violence, but I don't, I don't know. The guys who usually wear cosplay yeah. are the <laughs> the most fragile. Yeah, exactly. You know? it was like, oh, it's the fucking weirdo in the... Feckin' back that looks like Rambo.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's the one you have to look He's out for. He's
0: got Mexican blood on his fist. Yeah. <laughs>
1: have you watched uh, Dave Chappelle's new special?
0: I have. Uh, six, br- sticks, sticks and, and stones. stones. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. But he has the good point of um why would you bother doing drills in schools for school shooters and everything? Because aren't you just training the shooter? I know. Yeah. How to yeah, yeah to how to avoid detection yeah. and all that. Yeah, but he does he has that whole bit in it. Yeah. yeah. It's a great but, special. Yeah, but that's what I that's what I think of when it's like Whenever people do these things, it's like there's no cosplay allowed or whatever. It's like, you're not... If someone wants to come in and shoot up the place yeah. or do something terrible, just because you're not going to let him dress in whatever he wants <laughs> doesn't mean he's not going to get know. in there. Yeah. It's so strange. It's yeah. it's an American reaction to something, honestly. Well, it looks like he's about to make a lot of money.
0: Cool. Good. So they're they're estimating around 85 million in America alone. Excellent. Wow. Which is huge. Huge. And oh, would beat the... Uh, preview record for October as well who who, who Um, previously owned that I think it was Venom I know Venom has the October record Mm -hmm. but um, I don't know who previously had the preview record but I know it beat it I I know it's uh, it made 13 million yeah yeah 10 million
1: Okay. yeah by Venom Venom. so Venom
0: Venom had 10 million and this one beat it's preview uh, record by 13 by 3 million so it's 13 million so it's about to make dollars yeah well it really is and it only costs between 55 to 65 million to make so this is a hit
1: yeah it's a
0: bona fide hit I'm glad that this is a hit even if I don't like the movie I'm going to see it tonight It's interesting because it's one of the first movies that DC have done in a while it's unconnected. Mm -hmm. It disconnected to everything, you know? Yeah. So it's like this one-off. Because then maybe we'll get like Superman, Red Son or something like that, you know, some more of these weirder takes on a character.
1: Which is exactly what I
0: want, I do, Especially since we have the MCU. Yeah. We have a cinematic universe that's uh, all superheroes and they have to interact with each other. But the thing is, when there's an action, there's a reaction in that universe where... Joker's his own thing mm-hmm. Also Joaquin Phoenix is so odd I don't know if you can Ever get a sequel no. Out of that guy That sure he was gonna be Doctor Strange
1: Oh excuse me He yeah. was in
0: deep talks With Doctor Strange And I then he know. looked at the contract And was like
1: Ugh. It's not him Doctor Strange is not Joaquin Phoenix
0: Also It's probably
1: like A six picture deal Yeah And you'd probably be lucky To get two Out of him Yeah You really would And then He's just He just doesn't fit In the MCU no. Or even in he, he, it's In a most rooms He yeah. doesn't fit yeah, that's
0: he's true. an odd guy. Most conversations,
1: he doesn't fit into. It's a stretch to see him in the DCU, and that's only because it's such a fucking state, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. See, see what Martin Scorsese said about the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a fan of them. He's not a fan. Yeah. yeah.
0: It, did he call it a roller coaster or something like that? He said it's a
1: roller coaster, but it's not cinema. I think yeah. that's exactly what he said. I'll see if I can get the quote up here. I was watching the news outlet that covered it earlier. Yeah.
0: You know,
1: it was on Collider. On, yeah, that's yeah. what
0: I seen it on there it is there uh, theme parks that's not cinema
1: movies to theme parks that's not cinema yeah, yeah
0: comparison them to theme parks I agree yeah to a, a degree it's definitely not cinema no uh, to the Martin Scorsese point no you know, absolutely like, to not to that degree yeah
1: I understand wh- exactly what he's saying yeah at the same time I don't think he's trying to detract from the fact that uh, you enjoy those movies you know
0: i i don't know it's hard to tell yeah. i'd have to see or read more of it yeah it, it's hard to know exactly how he feels about it but hey
1: i've f- f- the man can have an opinion exactly i he feel just, he deserves it he's worked for that opinion yeah you know? he really does i feel like um uh his actual statement was probably more tempered it's just that headline's more catchy you know yeah it is it's much more catchy yeah anyway um, uh
0: sure will we move on from box office to Pretty much the whole thing of Airbox Office this
1: week is that Joker's about to kill. Joker's about to kill, and Ian is seeing it tonight. Yeah, and I'm really excited. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see. Prime prime time seats in IMAX. Yes. Ready to go.
0: Where's your favorite place to sit? In the middle of the cinema. cinema. In the middle of the cinema, yeah. Mediocrity, baby. Hey. I like it to fill my whole vision.
1: Yeah. That's oh, 90%, say. I just don't want to do anything. I just want to sit there and be engrossed. Yeah. I, I was right in the middle for Infinity War, or for Endgame. Nice. Yeah, so that was yeah. that was perfect. I hate
0: sitting right up for IMAX, where yeah. the screen is so massive, and you you're, gotta... oh, all oh, that characters on that yeah. side. Yeah, you're it's Playing horrible. a tennis match. Yeah, yeah.
1: In, f- in fairness, I feel like you don't want to be too close to the Joker as well, because the jo- Joaquin Phoenix spends a lot of this looking really like... creepy I don't want to be too close to that yeah yeah true actually
0: yeah he's very intense
1: I'm excited for the movie
0: I'm excited too yeah I'm going in like I'm gonna I may hurt people if if it's not good I'm like so hyped for it
1: I have I told you you have to text me what you think of it yeah yeah I really want to know also like I'm normally i don't do this but i'm desperately trying to avoid spoilers for it because i am big time yeah because i do not want to know what happens in this
0: movie yeah yeah and the the trailer doesn't give much away no it just gives away what you know is going to happen already yeah he's going to become a bad guy yeah he's going to have a breakdown
1: yeah that's it really yeah i'm i'm very interested to see me too anyway let's move on to reviews yeah I've already x them off here, but these are, that's because my notes are from last week. <laughs> but uh, basically, Ian texted me earlier on this week about a movie that you heard some good stuff about, but didn't really know much about, which yep. came to Netflix called In the Shadow of the Moon.
0: Yeah, and has Boyd Hallbrook. That's kind of what piqued my interest as well. I yeah. like Boyd. I like,
1: I like my Boyd. He's my Boyd. And you like Michael C. Hall. <laughs> I am a big Michael C. Big Hall Michael dick C. writer. Big Michael C. Hall fan, yeah. 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 And... Uh, Joaquin Woodbine is in there as well Yeah And I like him from Fargo
0: Yeah he's really good as well Yeah I know him from Life mm-hmm. With Eddie Murphy Eddie and Martin Morf- Lawrence Yeah yeah,
1: Can't cool. get right Can't get right um, But yeah It's uh, it's kind of this Cool sci-fi detective Yeah that's, It's less than two hours Which is what attracted me to it
0: And we both went in Not knowing anything Yeah I actually had misinformation Where I was like Oh it's a political thriller <laughs> That's what I told my girlfriend And yeah. then she started watching And she was like really yeah 10 minutes in and the, the blood and
1: all you're like it's not a political truth. kind of is though that's what's strange i, I guess it's, it, it's, it is it can be political which is what's yeah
0: it, i suppose but it doesn't lean into that no. side of things it leans into the sci-fi side
1: of things yeah which is strange now it's you're not going to be if you're watching the movie it, the movie's not going to stump you no. when stuff is happening you're going to figure it out very quickly
0: yeah and it it's a slow burn as well yeah. I actually started getting excited around an hour in because yeah. then, then you're like okay i got to fix on what's going yeah, on there yeah. you know
1: um, well you figure it out ahead of the characters but only just yeah so, yeah so like you figure it out and then the characters kind of catch up with you you know
0: it's like that it's like many movies where because you've watched so many movies you know the minute they say something you're like Oh, clearly this has happened. Yeah. And, you know, the character has to play like this has never happened in this universe before. Yeah. So they're just like, what? The, and you know what? Like if you're like, oh, it's clearly a machine yeah. or something like that. You're like, that's clearly a cyborg. Yeah. Did yeah, they not yeah. realize? I've watched so many movies. I know that's exactly what they do to tell you it's a cyborg. Yeah. But the character has to be like, oh,
1: how's he not dead? I had a few moments like that in this movie. I don't want to go into spoilers too much, but there is... There's a moment in this movie where I was like, okay, I know exactly why they've done that. I'm going to write yeah. it down so I can tell you after. But the I, first interaction. Yeah. Between. Uh, between the two, the antagonist yeah. and protagonist. You're yeah. like, I know exactly what's exactly. going on Exactly, She says a few words and you're like, ah, okay. Okay, I got it. Has to be or this. It was even when you you see the like, people are dying from this strange virus and you see yeah. the injector thing. And, and that's right like, at the start. It's right at the beginning. That's not spoiling anything. And yeah. you, you see the injector thing and you're like, okay. I've I've a rough idea of where yeah, this yeah. is going. Yeah. yeah, But um, yeah. I got, uh, I got Detective Pikachu in this as well.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah same myself. I didn't, I didn't really see that coming, and I, I kind of guessed it. But they do, they do a good thing to keep you. Did you? They do a
1: good enough job of like, I guessed that as well. But yeah. I'd forgotten about it that okay. I guessed it by the time it got there.
0: I guessed it, but then it was like, obviously it's not because of A and B. yeah. If you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. And then. Yeah, Yeah. But uh, the best part of this movie for me um, It it takes place in lots of different eras But it's funny watching his daughter go from a From a 10 year old To a 35 year old (laughs) In the space of 9 years
0: All of a sudden she's just instantly bangable She's she's
1: instantly far far older (laughs) And it's only been 9 years in the movie
0: Also, my favorite thing about this whole movie mm-hmm. is Boyd Holbrook's mustache. Yes. Because that completes that man's face. It fills his face. It really, really does. does. I've never watched Narcos, but I might just for it's his great. mustache. Well, Pedro Pascal is in it, it as yeah. well. It's, and he takes over in the third season as the lead. Oh, really? It's very strange. No. Yeah. Like, so Boyd Holbrook is the lead for season one and two. Mm-hmm. And then his story's kind of finished. Oh, okay. But Pedro Pascal is the supporting character for season one and two, and then is the lead for season three. Is, is Does he take over in season
1: three when Diego Luna becomes the main bad guy?
0: No, that's... it. I love what Narcos did, even though I haven't even watched this, but season four is not season four. They just decided to end with season three and then do Narcos, Mexico. So it's the same subject matter. Uh-huh. Drugs and yeah. how they're being uh, exported around the uh-huh. world, but a completely different side of it, you know, like a yeah. different type of regime. That's how cool. do it. It's really cool. It's a great way of rebooting... Your TV series. Mm-hmm. Like, after... Because it's... I don't even like that. It's, I It's called Marcos Mexico, but I feel like it's just season four because all the creative parts of it have, like, just gone on to that season except yeah. for the actors because hmm. you kind of can't
1: use the same actors. No. It's like American Horror Story. Almost. Almost. Yeah.
0: Except to the three seasons of one story. Yeah. Which is... um. Pablo Escobar's story—that's the mm. first three seasons, mm-hmm. essentially—and then they move on to Mexico. And I really want to watch it. Yeah. And it was renewed for a second season, so the Mexico story has at least two. Good. Good. I wonder when Rambo comes into it and starts beating the shit out of. I
1: don't know. They have to re- catch up to modern times, basically. Yeah. True. Yeah. He's he's up in Canada fighting uh, <laughs> fighting sheriffs at the moment or something. Yeah. Yeah. i look forward to him though yeah eventually coming in but yeah check out in the shadow of the moon it's uh it's worth your time
0: you know what i didn't think i liked it as much until me and you start talking about it yeah and then we were both agreeing on oh that was kind of cool i did that and that, and all of the great things about it well there's no great things about it no but there's good things about it but
1: there's a lot of good things about it it's total it's just a it's just a good go through from start to finish you know
0: it is and it's so weird at the start it really has
1: you guessing at the start Yeah, what is going on also they have so probably the like whenever you see cops in TV shows they're always dressed pretty well Boyd Holbrook's like the one they have in the 80s of their cop uniform is the worst looking cop (laughs) uniform I've ever seen in any like production or anything it's the white shirt it's the coat that's meant to be a trench coat but isn't long enough it's the open it's terrible (laughs) it's such a bad look yeah, I was also one thing that let me down
0: yeah. was that I'm a big fan of Michael C. Hall. Mm. And he's just there.
1: He's barely he, in it. He's lukewarm.
0: Yeah. In every scene, does he doesn't pop at any no. part of the of
1: the the movie. He really doesn't. Whereas and, everyone else kind of pops.
0: And the director um, his last film was Cold in July Which is Michael C. Hall Michael C. Hall was the lead And he's yeah. really good in that So I was going Oh cool Because yeah. Michael C. Hall is in Very Little Things But mm-hmm. I loved Dexter Yeah, Until it got terrible
1: Until it got terrible yeah. um, What was I going to say the, uh, Michael C. Hall doesn't pop But uh, if I could give award for someone for overacting It's the guy who plays the professor Oh he, the, Indian the, the Indian guy, guy. He really, yeah. he really <laughs> oversells it they, yeah. they give him a scene And it's like He's like... He, he <laughs> runs wild with a...
0: It, that's a bit weird. Yeah. That's
1: the part where I was like, okay. Yeah.
0: Because it's kind of, Yeah. It's a bit hokey. Yeah. And everything else was very grounded, even though it's a sci-fi totally. film, you know? Yeah. yeah.
1: He is a bit... He's he's out he's of place. Yeah, yeah. 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 But other than that, it, it, it's a good movie. Like, just because I'm saying he's overacting, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, me too.
0: Yeah. And we were going to also review...
1: Uh, the Dark Crystal Yeah Yes.
0: Dark Crystal Age, of, Age Resistance. of
1: Resistance Age of Resistance Yeah so it's the new puppet show That is uh, That has come to Netflix And the production value for this Is insane
0: It is absolutely epic
1: It's breathtaking It's magical
0: It's whimsical Yeah
1: It's just so good
0: It just floats along Yeah The whole thing Even the evil uh, Skeksis, Skeksis
1: The Skeksis s-
0: They just float in a way Because yeah. there's this So Ridiculous! There's, I think. Oh, did we compare it to? They're so hammy. Yeah. We compared it to on the last podcast. Uh-huh. That Doesn't exist. We'll never air. Paul Giamatti yeah, in the Amazing yeah, Spider Man Two. That's Rhino. As yeah. Rhino versus, but it
1: works. That's yeah, the, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Like, oh. but that's because the whole thing is kind of whimsical yeah. and fun and hammy. Where, Amazing Spider Man Two, it he's just, he's just there. He's just like yeah. among like what's supposed to be kind of grounded and real. You know. Yeah
1: no there was no there's no Kevin Feige over over there when they were making that movie yeah. but uh, yeah I also watched the original Dark Crystal and I was like this is a this is good children's movie you know it's, yeah. it's really good and uh, when you think about it like when I was watching it I was like wow the puppetry and everything in this is so good for the 80s and then when you watch Age of Resistance you're like holy shit I didn't know they could come this far in it I haven't seen it yeah
0: uh, the original yeah but I was spellbinded by how well yeah The first, I've only watched the first episode yeah and it, it, I want to find out how much
1: he spent on it yeah. I couldn't find it out the best uh, the best review we can give for this is that they have released a documentary about it and neither of us want to watch it for the spoilers even though we're so interested in it
0: I want to see the documentary more than the following episodes I know and that's not a diss on the show no. it's just because I want to know how he did it yeah And there's so There's a library scene Yeah And that just Oh my god It's just so amazing It's fantastic And I I was trying to figure it out Because I'm like Surely they're morphing Mm -hmm. From
1: Real live action To CGI And back in But it is Absolutely seamless There's a scene like that In every episode Yeah Yeah where you're like Holy shit Like I thought this was good And I don't know how They did this The
0: backdrops look real Like surely the backdrops are real it looks like, new, it reminds me so much of Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah. Man. The whole big, uh, wide adventure. You were saying that uh, the main puppets, back in the original one. The, Gelfling, the is Gelflings. The Gelflings. They're kind of
0: the ones that mostly resemble humans, they're I'd They're the say.
1: humans. They're like the protagonists, basically. Yeah, they're pretty they're much elves. They're, yeah, the Elflings. Yeah, yeah you know? Gelflings, Gelflings. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Copyright. Goblin probably. Elves. That's kind of what they are. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's probably where they got Gelflings yeah. from. Um, but yeah You were saying it took like Four people in the original 1980s Just a man one Yeah And now they got it down to two to two
0: So they, they have more freedom to move It's so cool I want to know how Four people operated One of these things Yeah
1: Because they're not huge No But they're like They're not small But like Even no. watching it I I'm having watched the 1980s one, I'm like Jesus I didn't know four people Were yeah. working that One person but, Well the they're time.
0: smaller than a person You yeah. know They look like they're What three foot high Yeah Something like that Just like slightly
1: smaller than me sadly it's it's so weird because like they do such a good job of not perspective but size and everything in the show they make it seem so much bigger than it is is It's huge
0: and I was telling you Louise Leterrier Mm -hmm. directed it yes and he's a big time director yeah he did The Incredible Hulk yeah and Now You See Me Mm -hmm. and he did a few others that like big films yeah and Now You See Me wasn't even that long ago and that was a
1: hit Mm -hmm. you know so but you were saying he's attached to do this for, for years, years. Yeah. yeah,
0: and he did all ten episodes, yeah, which is cool. I love when a show does that. Well, it's definitely a passion
1: project for him. And yeah, it, it must and be it comes across.
0: Yeah, and it's his best work. Yeah. I I can't remember his full filmography, but it was clearly his best work. Yeah, Miles
1: miles above. He had about a few three to two star movies in his thing. He did, yeah. Age of Resistance is like, it's like a four to five star thing. Just in terms of production value and everything.
0: And I had this little bit of trivia. Yeah. That more than 170 puppets were used. Mm -hmm. Which is scary to think because puppets are expensive. Puppets are very expensive. Over 70 different species were created. Yeah
1: that's mental it's so great when even, when, uh, when you watch the original one as well you can tell every new scene like uh, Frank Oz and uh, oh fuck what's his name oh Jim Henson you can tell they were like okay we're gonna create a new creature for the scene yeah, just yeah. cause we can just cause we yeah, can Yeah, it's fun. so good and
0: what's the 83 puppeteers mm. and 59 voice artists bring them to life yeah. and, it, and in total more than 2500 people worked on the 10 episodes I want to get up the voice cast. Yes. Because that is extremely impressive.
1: That's what I wanted to say as well. Uh, having watched the original, the one place it suffers is the voice cast. Because it's not it's not great, you know? Right. Like, it's not terrible, but it's not, uh, like, it's, it's easily the weakest part of the original show.
0: Where this is star-studded.
1: Star-studded. Honestly. Couldn't get bigger stars for this movie. Uh, where is it? That's the original. But the original movie is not as good as Labyrinth. Just, no. No, Labyrinth is better still. I I haven't seen it either lo- of them. I love Labyrinth. So,
0: Taryn Egerton,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Anya Taylor Joy is split. Yeah, split. the young girl is split.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Natalie Emmanuel, isn't she the one out of Game of Thrones? Gets her.
1: Yes Yes She's yes, a slave she is. she is She's in Fast and Furious as well Yes she mm. is She's a The hacker ha- Hacktivist Hactivist, Isn't that what they call yeah. it Hacktivist I hate that Ludacris' girlfriend
0: Yeah Yeah um, We got Eddie Izzard mm-hmm. Helena Bonham Carter yeah. Toby Jones Lena Headey Another uh, and Game of, Game Tron- of Thrones, alum. Thrones Alumni
1: Alicia Vikander Vikander yeah Natalie that's Dormer Game of Thrones as well Again Mark Strong T.O. James Uh uh, anyone else?
0: Jason Isaacs, yeah, Simon this,
1: Pegg. The Skeksis easily have my favorite oh, voice cast. Oh my
0: god! Benedict Wong, Mark, Mark Hamill, Hamill
1: uh, Andy Samberg, Keegan Michael Key. Oh my god! Aquafina. It's,
0: it's cra- Bill Hader yeah. is in there as well.
1: Bill Hader is in every voice. Sigourney thing Courtney Weaver. Yeah. That is crazy. It's so good.
0: It just keeps going.
1: Yeah. That's what's crazy about it. it I'm like Bill Hader's down the bottom. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because the Skeksis are always like, whenever I watch an episode, whenever they're on screen, I'm like, God, I love these guys. (laughs) They're the villains, but it's so good. They're so hammy. I love it.
0: But this is the type of series where I look at that and go, how did he convince Netflix to do this? And Daredevil didn't get a season four. I
1: know. It's it's so strange (laughs) that they can just, like, they can give something like this life, but... They wouldn't even consider giving uh, Daredevil season four, you know? Yeah.
0: And this, and this is like, it is great. Yeah. But I mean, that had to have been a hard sell. Yeah. Because after watching, well, I only watched one episode, but it clearly got a lot of money
1: yeah. given to it. Like the budget was hefty. I don't know. There's uh, Nostalgia is a big thing nowadays. And nothing, nothing is more nostalgic than 80s nostalgia. You know, yeah. look at Stranger Things. That is arguably one of their most successful shows, and all that is is eighties nostalgia. It's
0: like a massive homage to yeah. uh,
1: Steven Spielberg. A whole episode took place, a whole season took place mainly in a mall yeah. from the eighties. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, and uh, Dark Crystal is like one of those, one of those movies, and I'd say. I don't know I can't speak for all the boy- voice casts, but I'd say a lot of them were like yeah I'll do a voice in Dark Crystal yeah, why yeah, not yeah sure
0: you know? the likes of Mark Hamill or B- Bill Hader's probably yeah. the
1: perfect age yeah
0: you know he's, he's like just touching 40 I think
1: yeah Bill Hader Bill Hader says um He watches movies and he forgets that he's done voices in them because he does them so quickly all the time. Like his kids will be watching something and they'll be like, Dad, you didn't tell us you were in this. And he was like, I genuinely forgot, you know.
0: (laughs) Or Gwyneth Paltrow didn't know she was in um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, yeah. Because she didn't know, because I I guess she just does so many scenes for different, because she does very limited amount of scenes as well for them. Yeah. So spread all over the place for, you know, Endgame mm -hmm. and Infinity War. So she was like, "I'm in a Spider Man movie."
1: Yeah, it's gotta be tough keeping track of all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bill Hader says he did the BB-8 noises for JJ J. Abrams in like a day, yeah. where JJ J. just rang him up and he was like, "Hey, listen, we want you to do yeah the voices." I'm robot. sure it
0: was just like, "Do you want to do this?" And he's like, uh,
1: yeah. "Yeah." Bill Hader, Bill Hader, like he says, get working with these people is great because especially J.J. Abrams is one of those guys who'll just call him up whenever he's doing something he's like do you want to be in Star Trek do you want to be the voice of a ship yeah. in Star Trek he's like yeah of course Why not?" Simon
0: Pegg seems to be one of those guys that J.J. Yeah. Abrams calls always as well always calls on yeah. and
1: now Simon Pegg is close in with Tom Cruise as well yes yeah yeah it's cool that's who I want to be friends with in Hollywood oh, fuck
0: yeah he seems like so- I know he's supposed to be a, a crazy person yeah but anytime I hear Simon Pegg talk about him yeah he's always like he's he's the nicest have you ever uh, seen Russell Brand? on uh, joe rogan talking about him no yeah like he invites him over for dinner and yeah. russell brand shows up late mm-hmm. and he's like oh my god this is gonna be crazy And walking into this scientology yeah you know church that is his house and yeah. he's like he's the nicest guy ever <laughs> and it was just a really nice evening and he was late but the tom was cool about it yeah you know? have
1: you ever seen the interview where tom cruise gets angry at the interviewer
0: is this when he gets squirted no no no
1: he doesn't get ang- he doesn't get angry um the interviewer is asking him about his recent split from Nicole, uh, Kidman. Nicole Kidman. And the way he puts him down is in such a Tom Cruise way. Is it like the nicest way to put it's someone down? both nice and both terrifying <laughs> right, at the same okay. time. I'll have to show it to you. But it's like, he's kind of like, now listen, you're stepping over the line here. And you know you are. And he's like, <laughs> and, he's like, and, don't, he's like and don't mess with me. He's like, no, no, the people want to know these questions. No, 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 no. You're the one in the room with me. You want to know the answers to these questions. And I'm telling you, you're stepping over the line here. But he has it with a smile on his face the whole time. But <laughs> of it's course like, he does. You've pissed off Tom Cruise. Oh man, I wouldn't want to piss, off, want Tom to piss off Tom Cruise. Tom
0: Cruise is the guy that if he was in Taken, yeah. I would 100% believe he
1: could do every single action that totally. Liam Neeson supposedly does. Well, he would have been like, I want to climb three fences instead of, of Liam course, Neeson yeah. only climbing one.
0: Well, Liam Neeson climbs zero. Liam Neeson. He runs up to a fence, some stunt double <sighs> jumps over it and then he just, <laughs> <laughs> just jumps in the spot there. Uh,
1: and then he good. runs on. Uh, have you heard Tom Holland and Jake Gyllenhaal talk about that? No. They're like, they were doing this scene for uh, uh, Far From Home mm-hmm. and they were like, they'd ha- both have to start the scene every time by just going, ah, because they just landed again. <laughs> right, yeah. But they're like, they had to do it over and over again and they would just be like jumping up and down next yeah, to yeah. you just going,
0: ah, yeah. like that. That's brilliant. Uh, sure, have you ever seen Taken Tree? Yeah. The fight scenes have the most cutscenes I've ever seen in a movie. It's just like,
1: you know, what's funny? I watched um, I watched this video on YouTube, and it was the evolution of fight scenes. Yeah. And I was looking at it, and they show fight scenes from the Bourne movies, and I'm like, I remember watching these as a kid and thinking these are the coolest fucking fight scenes I've ever seen. They don't hold up that well.
0: Paul Greengrass, it can give you vertigo watching his movies yeah. sometimes.
1: Hmm. Just, it's, it's not even the shakiness, it's the oh, really? cuts. Yeah. There's so many cuts in, wow. in the fight scene. And then you look at now and you're watching a superhero movie. Like, for example, the fight between Captain America and the Winter Soldier in yeah. the thing. Very little cuts. Very enough. clean. Very to clean watch, to watch. Know? And it's just good choreography and everything. Yeah. Clearly, clearly, you can see kind of the influence of like Japanese, kung fu, Japanese and Chinese kung fu movies coming in. Yeah. Like, or not just Japanese and Chinese, Asian, I should say. Yeah. Asian Kung Fu movies coming in because, um, and it kind of starts with The Matrix where camera doesn't cut so much. You're in there with the action. It's actually the actors doing it and everything. And it just looks so much better.
0: Well, I always got with The Matrix and the Ray do it mm. in an excellent way. Mm. I always feel like they're going, how long, to, to say the the fight choreographers, mm-hmm. how long can we make this scene before we cut? Because, yeah. you know... It, um, there's certain ones with Keanu Reeves in yeah. the Matrix One where you're like, well, actually not even the Matrix One, all, all three of them. Of them yeah. We are like, whoa, this hasn't cut for a while. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And I know it will probably take longer to do, but, but at the same time, they're really rehearsed. It's so much more worth it, even in John
1: Wick. You know. Yeah. You.
0: Yes. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah, we. Mm-hmm. You feel like they're trying to push it
1: as as far as possible before yeah. they have to cut. Yeah. And it's it's much more pleasurable to watch. Not only that, Daredevil. We talked about it earlier. The best thing that everyone remembers of every season is the hallway fight because it's one cut and it's just this one continuous fight going on and you know it took ages to get that down. But it's just so worth it When you watch so it So worth it's it It's like a visual spectacle
0: And it's not even as good As the ones Season 2 They try to up it again Yeah But you can clearly see Where it cuts Every time it goes to a dark spot Yeah It goes completely black For a second And yeah. it's obviously cut
1: The one in season 3 Is really good
0: That is really good Even though there is You can kind of see Where it morphs a bit Yeah, yeah. But it the Oh, it's the prison scene! Mm-hmm. Oh, I actually love that. I yeah. love that. When I was watching that, yeah. you know, when you realize, oh, it's happening. You know, yeah, when you get yeah, that. Yeah. you are like, oh, this is the, the one for the season. Is this is it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that feeling. It's so good. That's a that was an excellent
1: show. Yeah, they should have done five seasons and yeah. then just walked away. From and then, it, then walked away from it. Finished it good. Finished it the right way. Yeah, it deserves it. it Charlie really Cox, does. all the cast in that is just mm-hmm.
0: so good. Even though I'll never not see The Punisher as John off. <laughs> yeah, forever. Me
1: He's ingrained. I think like I'll be
0: telling my kids, going, "Yeah, that guy's all right." Yeah. You know, in years to come, you'll be yeah. like,
1: "Yeah, you watch this." I, I was, I haven't said this on the podcast, but I showed the clip to you, and it's from, um, oh, we're doing well for time, yeah, and it's from the. I started that around
0: ten minutes in though. No, you
1: did, <laughs> and it's from the Punisher TV show, and uh, it's in the finale of season two. I showed you this, and I was, I was telling you that I watched this video of like the subtle oh, I know things, you know what you're the about. subtle things that like make John Bernthal's Punisher so good, like. For me, it's the fact that he beats the shit out of women. <laughs> that happens in season two. He
0: gives women a good L go. good go. But you know what? Yeah. It's not sexist. No. I, I know a lot of people will be like, oh my God, he hits a woman. But she fucking starts it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's so weird. And he ends it it's so jarring because it, yeah. it, it's it's like you're like well they're not gonna make him fight that oh they are they're gonna yeah. make him oh, oh he just
0: clearly punched her in the face yeah
1: he just punched her straight in the face she got back up this is awesome
0: i felt like i was a psychopath because
1: the amount of pleasure i got out I seeing like, that oh, because Jesus. i was
0: like i haven't seen oh this God, in a I've long never time never seen this no one yeah.
1: no nothing no nothing is brave enough to show me this
0: scene i know except we go back to james bond where he's yeah, smacking a, Smackin a woman. <laughs> woman
1: well that was just Sean Connery that yeah, was that just was, him uncontrollable yeah. on set no but um, like we're not even filming yeah what are you doing what are you doing Sean Um, but it, it's in the final scene and like he he presents this I won't spoil it but he gives this option he's like you can either take your own life now and all this goes away and you won't have to live with or you can walk free right and this is an uncut shot and he's standing there and he has the gun in his hand like this and you can see when he's like or you can go free and his trigger finger just twitches like this and
0: it really twitches when yeah. he showed me I thought
1: it was going to be really subtle but yeah. no he's like he's, it, like, it, it he's like you're not getting out of here yeah, basically <laughs> but it's such a good like Punisher thing and and it, it, uh, the fact that I'd never noticed it before and someone showed it to me I'm like oh man now if I ever rewatch the series that's all I'm going to be looking out for whenever he gives someone the option to leave I just want to see like you can see the hesitation and it's like all over his I finger. I'd love to know how that came about. Yeah. Like surely that wasn't written into the script. No. You know. It's such a it's a John Bernthal thing. Yeah. He loves being the Punisher. I
0: know. And I loved listening to Stuntman talking about him. He's yeah. like John goes for it. Yeah. John goes for it. Like yeah. he hurts himself. Yeah he does. He really broke his hand in the first yeah. fight scene in season it's two. It's crazy.
1: And it's written into the rest of the movie. Yeah. Uh, he, it's great. Um I, it's it's so easy to be, to get passionate talking about people who are like passionate about doing it. But yeah. again, talk about fight scenes, it all comes back to that, you know, the fight choreography and learning that off. Like that barroom fight <laughs> in the first episode of season two and everything, it's so good. It's and excellent. It's, it's the gym all John fight. Barthol. The gym fight. I think that's well. the best
0: fight in season two to yeah. me. I was shocked by how yeah. good that was.
1: I just love watching the barroom fight because the escalation of <laughs> it is so good. It just gets worse and worse. <laughs> yeah and I know, worse. I know. Uh, it's great. Um but yeah uh what were, what were we talking about again? That Dark Crystal. I don't, know. Crystal. <laughs> I don't know how we got to Punisher from Dark Crystal completely on the opposite end of the spectrum. I know. But uh check out Dark Crystal. It's great. It's really fun. Yeah. And it's really light. Yeah. And it's 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 funny cuz like, people are like, oh, it's a kid's show. It's just full of puppets or whatever. But I'm watching it and I'm like, this is great. I laugh so hard. I was only saying this to you the other day
0: yeah. where they have a puppet eating porridge. Yeah. And yeah. it's clearly just a puppet <laughs> mashing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's not heart going heart. anywhere. Oh, it's not going. He's not digesting anything. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just mashed in. I love that scene it's Also so when they're blowing their nose The Skexies. Yeah The bad guys They just have boils oh. on their faces And the snots and it's all It's amazing
1: It's so fun Watch it for the Skexies alone Yeah They're just so Entertaining constantly they're So cliche evil and, I love and, it And when you think about the voice cast behind it It just gets better and better Yeah You know Because you know Mark Hamill loves doing all that stuff Big time uh, he, 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 he apparently loved like Frank Oz and uh Jim Henson Like really? he, he loved being on the Muppets And everything And he And That's you know great. He got to work with Yoda Yeah So he got to work with Jim Henson And Frank Oz And he was like He loved doing all that stuff
0: So Mark Hamill is So great to just listen Yeah to. Do you ever see him Just any interview You're like yeah. this guy's great Yeah he is He's so likeable He's a treasure Yeah he really is Yeah
1: Which makes me sad Whenever he talks about Last Jedi
0: <laughs> hey he just he doesn't really defend it
1: no he doesn't no which is good yeah. but at the same time I'm like
0: for him not to defend it and mm. he's such a nice guy yeah just shows there's S- definitely problems there
1: it says a lot that's what we were gonna blame that was it that was the other thing yeah. Last Jedi Poltergeist and, and Last Jedi Last Jedi yeah, it that's ru- what Yeah. ruined our episode <laughs> that's it yeah we, we there's a running joke on this series that you know where we always come back to Last Jedi. It <laughs> we either happens, can't help it. it either happens on the podcast or on the car ride home. Yeah, every single time we come back to Last Jedi, <laughs> fucking Last Jedi, yeah, again. Anyway, uh, we'll move on. Uh, check out In the Shadow of the Moon. It's short, yeah. sweet. You know,
0: yeah, it, it's uh, it's better than it should be. Yeah, I actually think it really is. Yeah, and I think we ta- I we talked about it more, mm-hmm. and I just start liking it more yeah. and more. Just yeah, it's good. Yeah, and.
1: Sure, we go on to the trailers? Yeah, trailers. So uh, the first big trailer that came out this week is Birds of Prey. Yeah. Obviously, which is the new DC film. And uh, we- I actually have more information about it than when we spoke about it last. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Which no one heard anyway. No one heard anyway, yes. But are we
0: still in disagreement?
1: Uh, Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, d- I didn't really like the trailer. Um, I don't know. I'm excited for you, McGregor.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm not excited for the movie, even yeah. though I... In- Actually enjoyed the trailer and yeah. it does help for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, yeah, I've never been excited for a Birds of Prey movie. Me even neither. when it was announced, mm-hmm. you now you always say that you don't think these films exist until yeah. they're actually in the cinemas yeah. and you actually see it. Yeah, this is one of those movies that it took me a while to like. You know, when it gets announced, you're like, "Are you really gonna film that?"
1: It's taken a while to process. Also, yeah.
0: DC like to announce when anything even touches the development yeah. developmental side. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, we're doing a Batwoman." Mm-hmm. Movie We're doing another Superman movie We're doing the Batman That's We're like doing the Birds of Prey Jesus. We're also doing a Joker And Harley Quinn movie Separate We're doing a Nightwing movie Yeah We're doing a Harley Quinn movie On our own It's so as weird well. They're Obviously we're developing A Joker movie Yeah It just goes on and on It's Suicide Squad Yeah Oh it's Su- uh, Aquaman 2 there's, uh,
1: there's Flash even more Flash Flash Cyborg Cyborg
0: Green Lanterns Green Lanterns <laughs> They've announced all these. Yeah, it's crazy, and there's even probably one or two that we're forgetting.
1: Shazam two, uh,
0: a Deadshot, Deadshot,
1: yeah, Justice League Dark. That was in Justice talks League, for a Dark, while.
0: Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo
1: will, del Toro was going to
0: direct it. It's it's actually crazy. They're so
1: bad for announcing yeah. it.
0: Stop! And now, is, is it that there's one guy that's like he gets the pitch? He's like, "This is amazing." Put it out. Put it out. Put okay, out. Put put <laughs> it tell out. people. Tell people. Yeah.
1: Um, Justice League will make it back on DVD sales now. <laughs> it will not. Yeah. um but they're kind of going for like Birds of Prey and Joker have similar budgets I think Birds of Prey is slightly more expensive than the Joker it looks more expensive but they're they're going for the kind of I mean it's it's tough to say you know 50 million dollar movie is cheap but they're going for the cheaper movie with the bigger returns
0: I would estimate more on the 100 side like 100 million but that's still a cheap movie yeah when it comes to the superhero genre oh no
1: it's not 100 million are you sure? I'm pretty sure the budget isn't 100 million yeah I can look it up yeah Um. But anyway, uh, so I have some more information. So the characters in it are um I mean, they're all kind of interesting. Uh it's looks like a mainly Harley Quinn led movie, which is not something I knew I ever wanted before. 75 million. 75 to 100. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it wasn't I thought it didn't break 100 million though. The video I watched on it said it didn't break 100 million. Okay. Anyway, 75 to 100 million. So uh, it's still on the cheaper side of movies.
0: As superhero movies, movies go, go. Yeah. You know, Iron Man 2 cost 200 million to
1: make. Jesus. Did that it? was a long
0: time ago. When you yeah. think about it now, it was like 2010. But
1: that those, cost 200 million to make. But the suits look good, though.
0: They look amazing. Either I, I like to think they spent it all on yeah. Mickey Rourke learning
1: how to speak <laughs> Russian. <laughs> I want my bird. I want my bird. Or no. Uh, Justin Hammer's fake tan. Budget. oh on the hands sam rockwell's just fake tan hands. yeah um <laughs> i really like iron man too. it's got a lot of problems but i really i just there's something about it like uh, sam rockwell and then uh, the war machine stuff don cheadle was this was his first movie don cheadle i prefer to uh whatever his name is something howard uh Terrence it? howard Terrence howard yeah um but yeah, uh, so anyway, this Birds movie, of prey, yeah. Birds of Prey, it looks like a Harley Quinn-led movie, which is not something I thought I wanted, yep. and I'm still not sure if I want it. Uh, it's going to be interesting anyway to have it framed from her angle. I've never really thought that she was an interesting character like that would warrant her own movie, but she's getting a lot of push lately, and you were saying that we probably wouldn't have said this about some of our favorite characters now, and then they got more media about them, and that's when they get more attention, and that's when they become more yeah. interesting. loads of...
0: Th- really famous characters have modest beginnings. Yeah. Like Harley Quinn showing up in the Batman animated series yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I'm just saying that mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we're kind of living through that because she's still a young character. Yeah. Compared to all the other characters that are in films at mm-hmm. the moment. I wonder how old Black, uh,
1: Black Panther is. He's very... He's, he's prepared in Fantastic Four. That was his first appearance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And Namor, first appearance in Fantastic right. Four as well. But he's got more kind of history to him now but even like the only interesting Harley Quinn story I can think of is the mad love one which is the one you see in the animated series which is how she falls for the Joker which is so
0: great that's a great story yeah
1: it's amazing and like
0: and he kind of showed glimpses of that in Suicide Squad
1: yeah but they they just didn't do it like they didn't give it enough Either, either they didn't pay enough attention to it or they just they just didn't do enough with it, you did know. I you feel
0: like there was a lot cut out of that as well? Yes. I felt like he did a lot more. Well,
1: Jared Leto said that most of his scenes were cut out, right? Right. So uh, I don't know. Suicide Squad's a bit of a mess of a movie, yeah. but um, yeah, it's uh, it's weird that uh, that she's getting her own movie, but uh, not her own movie, but it feels like her own movie. It
0: is her own movie, at least
1: from this trailer. She's
0: in ninety percent of that movie. Yeah, and Ewan McGregor, I would say, is in ten percent and there's other characters somewhere yeah, if you yeah. look really closely yeah. there's one shot of Mary Elizabeth Winstead yeah. on the motorbike yeah. where she's on her own in a frame you know? I like
1: a Mary Elizabeth Winstead as well me too yeah. it's John McClane's daughter John McClane's daughter she's yeah. always
0: going to be badass in my yeah.
1: opinion and I just hope that she's she's
0: into nerds if you ever see um, Die Hard 4
1: oh she's, she likes oh yeah because she likes Justin Long Justin Long yeah well she's actually into Jedi because she helped Ewan McGregor cheating his wife in real life.
0: Oh, were they together? Yeah, Ewan McGregor and Mary. Ewan Ewan McGregor Winstead. and Mary
1: Elizabeth Winston are together now. Are they? That's how, that's who the, he cheated on his wife with. There's
0: got to be fifteen years at least between them. I know. Well done to him. She's lovely. <laughs> Wouldn't he, I
1: would I I would have sex with Ewan McGregor? Come on.
0: All right. I thought you were talking about Mary
1: Elizabeth. Winstead. Well, that's obvious. Of course. Well, yeah. The bo-
0: have you ever seen him in Moulin Rouge?
1: Yeah. Like what a smile! What a smile! He's, He's just a charm. He's just a charming man. He's such a good singer. Yeah. Everything about you, McGregor. You McGregor cheating on wife. The brutal way you McGregor's family learned of a fair. Yeah, wife of this Fargo co-star Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Good for him. Good for him, eh?
0: <laughs> We're endorsing
1: oh, <laughs> Endorsing his destroying
0: cheating. Destroying a, a family.
1: Oh, well. <laughs> oh, this is great. But yeah, they, uh, they are pairing it together. I've then- been uh,
0: very partial to Mary... Elizabeth Winstead Mm. since Scott Pilgrim versus the world yes
1: yeah me too
0: that's when she really popped for me and I was like oh I I love her now
1: I can't remember her name and her character's name in that
0: beautiful sexy lady yes that's it it's along those lines
1: angel face maybe yeah, something something, um, something, along those lines. Anyway, she's playing Huntress. Yeah. Uh, who I know from Arrowverse fame. Yes, Arrowverse fame. <laughs> uh, Arrowverse infamy, as always.
0: A few of these characters I know from the Arrowverse. Yeah,
1: Black Canary as well. Yeah, I know her from yeah, it as well. Yeah, and uh, I found out the Asian girl in it is Cassandra Kane. Right, I don't know who that is. She is, her, na- her name is Orphan in the things she was also Batgirl for a while. Oh, really? She is the daughter of Lady Shiva, who okay. is the... <laughs> this is going to say this. Lady Shiva and David Kane. Lady Shiva is the deadliest martial artist in, like, Batman in the DC. Sure. All of DC. I
0: fought her in the video game.
1: Yes, you did. You fought <laughs> her in the video game at one stage. Was that the, the third one? The one that was made by a different company? Yeah, she's in our Origins. Origins, yeah. that's it, it.
0: Which I actually really enjoyed as well. I
1: enjoyed that too, yeah. but... Um, yeah, she's like the deadliest martial artist and sometimes she's better than Batman, sometimes he's better than her. Right. It kind of depends on what they want for the story, basically. But the general rule of thumb is Batman can beat her up, but she's like, she's really, really good. We need John
0: Berntal. Yeah. To fucking to, to fuck her into up. her. <laughs> and
1: uh, her dad is David Kane, right. who was orphan, who was another deadly assassin. So he raised her basically and he wouldn't teach her language, he'd just teach her violence. So basically she <laughs> just enough. she's she's incredibly deadly and she can barely speak. But she Oh she can barely speak she she doesn't really speak she's but she's a she, messed up kid. She learns through movements. So it's kinda of cool, like in the original when she was first introduced, she didn't really talk but she understood movements and physicality and she almost could,
0: like interpretive fighting yeah
1: so she could read body movements really well yeah and that's what she was raised on so like body language yeah so if she wanted to express something she she like at one stage she wanted to express her appreciation for something so she like danced and okay. that was like her way of showing because she didn't know how to speak yeah, yeah so she's kind of an interesting character but in the trailer you wouldn't know that no not no. at all
0: I didn't even know she was in it to yeah. be honest
1: yeah me neither I the last time we spoke about this I was like and then there's that Asian girl with Harley Quinn who I don't know anything yeah, about yeah. it turns out she's an interesting character
0: one so. of my favourite things about the trailer mm-hmm. is the glimpse into Harley Quinn's head Yeah, the, where she's doing some sort of big dance yeah. or song or whatever and she's in it ballroom so gown
1: I, so i thought that was material girl by madonna
0: it does look like that but
1: apparently it's something by marilyn monroe as well oh
0: well yeah you can see you can see that too it's, it's so
1: it's, it's got I, that kind of dame
0: look to yeah, it, you know
1: it's so it's got like a three-way connection or something or maybe i'm just not picking up hey on
0: it. i'm into anything three-way and Margaret robbie. robbie
1: yeah yeah me too Margaret
0: robbie is like the the ex- example of all men or all people are not creative e- created equal because yeah. she's really intelligent. Mm-hmm. She is an absolute chandelier. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. She's, she's beautiful. She is. She's made of gold. Yes. And then she's also so talented so, as well.
1: So talented.
0: I like, though, one thing that's cool about this movie mm-hmm. is that she is on the creative floor. Yeah. Like, she's a producer on it. And I like that she did Like she's a, she's a smart woman Like yeah. she was like Okay I want to make this my way I'm mm. sure she had uh, A lot to do with the director Being chosen as well I yeah. don't know her name But she's like an independent yeah. Female director Yeah And um, supposing Margaret Robbie Had a lot to do with that Like she was in she uh, had a hand in a lot to do with this movie well, and dc like it's pretty cool as well because you don't see robert downey jr as like a producer no on iron man no but i just think just the judge i think Warner <laughs> oh let's not talk about that <laughs> i've never seen that movie yeah uh robert duvall's robert in as Duval, well yeah uh, and vera formiga yes, is I that how you say her name i don't know that was his own production company
1: yeah him and his wife yeah yeah
0: Susan Downey? Susan Downey Jr. Yeah. No, she's not <laughs> Susan junior. Downey Jr. Susan I like that. Susan Downey Jr. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I, I, But I really think it's cool that Margot Robbie is a part yeah. of the creative side. Hey, it could be terrible. And then yeah. we're like, oh my God, her ideas were mm-hmm. awful. But I do like that she's really involved in that. It just shows how much... Warner Brothers are thirsty yeah. compared to, to Disney and Marvel. Like Disney and Marvel, are like, hey, we're gonna do it this way. Yeah. Where you know Warner Brothers are like, well, you could come in as a as a producer yeah. and we'll listen to you. Jesus,
1: do fucking something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just just
0: please sign on. Yeah. Just please sign on. Please sign here.
1: And uh Batman has disappeared, by the way. This is what I found out in the Birds of Prey thing, Batman has disappeared after Justice League. Oh, okay. Because Ben Affleck hated doing it, doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's just disappeared. He's disappeared. Well, look
0: in a McDonald's.
1: Yeah, I'm I don't sure know.
0: he's there
1: somewhere. Yeah, yeah it's it's strange. They <laughs> in, might... a suit, in a suit and is <laughs> so bloated. They might do a Nightwing thing. <laughs> another cheeseburger. Another cheeseburger. Yeah, ben Nightwing is... would be cool. Yeah. So Ben, so Ben Affleck's Batman is no longer in the DC Universe. In officially in Birds of Prey, he has disappeared. Disappeared. Yeah. Well,
0: here let's move on to your trailers. Yeah.
1: The Gentleman. Mm-hmm, that's the new uh, Guy Ritchie movie that looks like an original Guy Ritchie movie. It looks like a Guy Ritchie movie. It looks like Snatch and Lockstock. Do you think that Will Smith will play a genie in it at some stage? Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. It is about a marijuana dealer. So Will Smith appearing as a genie.
0: Could make sense. Not that's some the, strong marijuana Not though. out of the
1: realm of possibility. No.
0: So he has taken. he's taken a detour. Yeah With his career Because the last two films Were huge popcorn flicks With mm-hmm. massive budgets Yeah One extremely successful Maybe not critically But financially Aladdin made some dollars But Then he made King Arthur Or Arthur
1: King Arthur I don't know King, some
0: King You know what it is I know anyway, it is, yeah. With the guy, guy
1: With the uh,
0: Ajax Aj- from Aj- Sons of Anarchy I can't believe I Or Jax Sorry Jax,
1: not Ajax yeah, Jax. Aj- Ajax. Aj- Ajax is uh. Ed Screen in uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. Um, Charlie Hunnam. Char- thank you, Charlie Hunnam. Who's also in the gentleman? The
0: gentleman looks like probably the main character. Yeah, Colin Farrell pops
1: in this trailer. Colin Farrell does pop. This is a this is a Colin Farrell loving podcast. Yeah, we've said it before.
0: We said it before. We mm. said uh, well, actually, we said it in the unreleased. Damn it! Fuck you!
1: Fuck you! Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson <laughs> making uh, the Last Jedi. Uh, <laughs>
0: but we one thing that Irish people seem to do mm-hmm. is whenever someone gets really successful we're like oh that guy's getting too big for his boots yeah getting fuck too fuck him yeah but we're, we, we really like Colin Farrell we really appreciate yeah. him especially I, his later career I appreciate his drug fueled uh, era as well totally I yeah. just kind of I, I like him talking about Miami Vice where he's like I had no idea what was going on for half <laughs> that movie have you ever heard him talk about yeah, that yeah. he just didn't know what was going on <laughs> he just didn't know he was taking that many uh, drugs and if you watch that movie it's not the easiest movie to know what's going on either. Yeah. Michael Mann's an interesting fellow.
1: He certainly is.
0: Then again, he made uh, Heat.
1: Heat, yeah. But
0: he's kind of, he's strayed since then. Even
1: Heat is like kind of a crazy movie.
0: Yeah. But it's it's very comprehensible at the same time. Like yeah. you understand what's going on. Totally. Did I ever tell you that I watched Heat and an hour, an hour into the movie, mm-hmm. my girlfriend goes, Oh, oh. And I say, like, I'm i like, what? What? Like we're halfway in. There's, yeah. there's no big revelation. They're not the same person. Ugh. She taught Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, and he's are the same character. I'm like, just cause they're Italian Americans, <laughs> like, first of all, Robert De Niro looks like he's like five inches taller, and also Al Pacino is Al Pacino, yeah. like he. She's got a great ass. <laughs> exactly, and, and you got your head
1: <laughs> all the way up. <laughs> Hoo ha! I, I can't do impressions. Oh, okay, but I can do noises. Yeah. Um. Uh, did she realise in the scene when they're in the diner together
0: it could yeah it probably yeah. is because that's probably the first scene where they're facing each other I
1: think that's the only scene in the movie where they're not. with each other um, I think that's like the only scene where they're is it I don't know
0: even in the end are they, are they in the I don't think they scene? have a face off in the end do they no I think he shoots him yeah. but f- if there's a distance, I don't yeah. know if they're in this actual
1: same screen No like I, the think same it's, I think it's or. literally the only scene where they're like right. next to each other And it's so good It's a great scene And you should know, if it comes down to it I will not hesitate <laughs> <I> <laughs> Have you it. seen
0: the Irish movie? Oh, I can't remember It went into, it became a TV series Oh, uh,
1: Young Offenders Young Offenders, have you seen that? Yeah, the movie The movie Yeah,
0: Yeah They do heat in it do they yeah where the the guy he puts the mask on he's like I'm gonna talk to him we're gonna yeah. sit in a diner and talk oh. and he just sits down and he's like I heard you were looking
1: for me <laughs> yeah.
0: and the cop just goes for him yeah. instantly like he thinks he's gonna do a, a big heat moment
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good movie yeah, I've forgotten so much of it
0: two Galway lads I wanna say
1: I thought they were Cork could be Cork yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know Either way the
1: gentleman The gentleman <laughs> get yeah Get back to it Colin Farrell looks great in it He does yeah That's he all looks, we can say He's really fun Hugh Grant looks like He's popping in it as well Hugh Grant yeah He's really uh, He's kind of had This renaissance Where he's like He's not being Hugh Grant In a lot of movies
0: Yes he's not the The handsome oh,
1: uh, Well, uh, well uh, I mean I'll, I'll have sex with you If you want But like you <laughs> that know
0: aged Handsome Englishman. He's yeah. been playing Forever Yeah Was he ever young I Since I've <sighs> watch television I feel like he's
1: been around 45 to 50 yeah although I watched about a boy and he looks quite young in that oh
0: actually I suppose yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. but it, but even still he's like in his 30s or something yeah you know?
0: I know I've just never seen him in a movie where he's actually young mm. it's weird when you see older actors that you've grown up as they've they've been old as like they get old yeah. yeah like Michael Caine whenever I see him young it just freaks me out because I see him still as an old man yeah like if I see Michael Caine as a 25 year old I think he's like 60
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know yeah I think he's like not what he is now <laughs> but only a few years
1: back I watched I watched loads of westerns when I was young so I can kind yeah. of still see them as young like even seeing old John Wayne I'm like oh my god he <laughs> used to look so young yeah yeah even though he's always kind of fat as well yeah uh, Anyway, But the gentlemen We both endorse it We both endorse it It looks good A movie that only one of us Kind of endorses Is Six Underground though Yeah The other trailer Came out for that That's a Michael Bay movie Michael Bay movie And it's
0: Other Bayhem As yeah. they
1: call it Yeah Ryan Reynolds
0: Ryan Reynolds in it Dave Franco's in it Dave Franco's in it If in you look it. close enough At the trailer yeah. Yeah. He's in it
1: There's a myriad of other actors Yeah It looks like a Michael Bay movie It's coming to Netflix There's a lot of sparks There's a lot of sparks Looks flying. like you use sparklers Yeah um, uh, Sex scenes Fighting. Fast cars,
0: nice fast cars, nice fast cars. A it's lot of
1: good looking people. A lot of good looking people. Written by the Deadpool guys.
0: Yeah, Rhett Reese or something, yeah, that. something like someone, that, and someone, someone. The guys who also did uh, Zombie Land and Zombie Land Two, mm-hmm. which is out this month. I still haven't watched the trailer for that. Um, I don't look okay. Mm. Do you not watch the trailer with me? I think you did.
1: No, I don't think we did. No Not the Zombie Land one. I, I thought that came I out while I was we away. Did. did we? I. Th- Roll tape <laughs> No
0: no not on this But I feel <laughs> oh, like we right. did before. Ah, It doesn't matter anyway I just have An image of us Watching it And talking about it It maybe, doesn't matter Maybe But Six Underground You like the look of it? Yeah
1: Yeah I liked it
0: You made a good point Which was on The course episode mm-hmm. Earlier mm-hmm. In the week That mm-hmm. we don't really get many Big budget popcorn flicks no. On Netflix If any Yeah Like and I can't think of any Big budget Well I think I made the point on the last one that Bright mm-hmm. was trying to do that
1: didn't like, do it had Will Smith yeah but even Bright felt I wouldn't say low budget but I wouldn't call it a big budget action flick wait you let know? me
0: use my Rain Man uh, 90 million 90 million that, it is actually 90 million oh I is actually it actually know that oh my god um, well it was 90 million it sometimes changes when things come out for a while then they actually adjust it yeah. they're like no it actually costs a little bit more a little bit less they essentially stop lying it doesn't look like 90 million though.
1: Yeah. 2017. Jesus, that came out two years ago? Oh, 90 million
0: to 106.2 million. Very That's strange. That's so specific that I feel like yeah. it's 106.2. David Ayer was 2. like,
1: I did not spend more than 106.3 million. <laughs> yeah. I swear. I swear to God. And don't you dare quote me as saying that. He no longer endorses Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Can, you
0: remember, can you remember when it first came out? He was like, that's the movie I wanted to make. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly the same movie I wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. want to do an uncut version of it? That is the uncut version of it. Yeah. That's the one I wanted to make. Yeah. And now he's a bit like, yeah, uh, they may have screwed with the film a bit. <laughs> My vision. Well, a marketing company who made the trailer yeah. came in and helped with the edit. So it was already publicized
1: that he might have been kind of locked out of the editing yeah. room for a big part of that what a movie have you seen how he's like he's very supportive of Taika of not Taika of James Gunn yeah, taking over that's, now. that's nice yeah well,
0: well, can you really not be as yeah well? that's true fuck okay, him I was about to nail it this time no you weren't David so no, Six Underground he's busy
1: making Bright too. yeah, yeah Six <laughs> Underground yeah it's uh, I think it'll be f- fine
0: yeah I I'm. I'm in. Enjoy- I will definitely watch it.
1: Yeah. You know what? It's gonna be. It's gonna be those movies that you used to talk about in school, where your mates will be like, "Oh man, I just watched this movie. It's so cool. It's got guns and like cars and everything. Loads like, of colors. Loads of colors and bright <laughs> scenes. And there's just great sex scene between like uh and that. And then you'll watch it and you'll go, and you'll watch it and you're like, "This is rad." And then you'll grow a bit older and you'll be like, "Jesus oh, Ooh, I did not like I this movie." That? That's honestly most of Michael Bay movies.
0: Yeah i i'm afraid to watch transformers 1 me too i really
1: like that movie but (laughs) i don't want to watch it again
0: because i'm afraid i'm gonna go oh Oh. Uh, uh, yeah Yeah. also megan fox not that like hollywood has stopped making her a thing yeah and uh, i feel like we've we've got wise to her not that it took long but i mean in the first film i was like who's this new female actress that's Amazing looking. Yeah. Now I'm like, it's Megan Fox. Okay. It's funny how she dates that movie now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also her face dates it because there's way more plastic in that face now. Yes. A lot more. Like she looks... Yeah she just looks a
1: a bit faker like her her face
0: is just slightly changed where you just know work has been done
1: Yeah work has been done she hasn't aged naturally
0: Yeah yeah. Even though she's such a beautiful specimen like she probably never had to touch anything but Hollywood like I'm I'm sure if if you're in there it can be a bit scary Sure there's lots lots of reports that Tom Cruise has done really subtle things as Mm. well they just It's just done really well because he owns the world. He could buy his own island, you know, so he could pay for. I want to hang out with Tom
1: Cruise for a day.
0: Me too. I'm just afraid I'd be extremely let down. He could be super nice, but then it could be a bit like,
1: oh. I just want to talk about movies with him. He's such a
0: movie fan. Yeah. Remember him talking about how he likes to watch a movie at night?
1: Yeah. He watches something at night. He has a big collection. Have you? I, I think I've told you about this before. I don't know if I said it on the podcast. But whenever he gets with a new stunt team, he recommends that they watch a load of these movies. And he's like... Because uh, stunt work is all about flow and motion and you everything. You have talked about this. Yeah.
0: I've made a clip of this. Oh, where have we? Where we are just so happy to talk about Mission Impossible. Oh, Okay. And um, Mission Impossible. What's the latest one? Fallout. Thank
1: you. Fallout. Are we talking about the scene where he's running across the thing and this is when I put it in? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to clip this again. No, no. Although maybe we should. We'll do a flashback. <laughs> yeah, we do a Do the fade. Do <laughs> little, 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 little. <laughs> Hang on. We both look into the sky as we remember it.
0: Oh, oh, I look different back then. I had more hair back
1: then. I was fatter. <laughs> okay, I'm by bi- and we're back. Bi- <laughs> yeah. I'm slowly getting that fat again. Excuse me why I chew gum. Into the microphone. Oh mom, mom. um So will we go
0: on to news? Because yes. we did yeah, we did trailers. Mm-hmm. So the Irishman reactions are so positive. Yes, they are. Three and a half hours mm-hmm. of epic gangster shenanigans. Yep. Martin Scorsese coming to Netflix November twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Last time I checked, I'm gonna check again, but it, it was on one hundred percent on Rotten
1: Tomatoes. And uh, Titans is on seventy nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I just ah, saw there. I don't trust that. Yeah, me neither. Um.
0: Oh 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 oh! Still on one hundred percent. Come on, Scorsese! Wow, sixty two reviews. That is. That is impressive. That was the
1: same as last time.
0: I love that it says poignant, funny, and profound. Yeah. Like, funny, you know, Scorsese. Well, I guess he he really did dabble in, in comedy with The Wolf of Wall Street. There's comedy in every Martin Scorsese movie. I know, but that was the first, like, bonafide comedy. I know, it, like, it's a mixture of comedy and drama, but didn't he win the Oscar for comedy?
1: Maybe. I, was um, just, I thought
0: Art- it was
1: just or maybe it was the Golden Globe that he won yeah Golden Globe they don't give out Oscars for comedy yeah yeah yeah.
0: I think it was best comedy though Mm -hmm. best uh, musical or comedy yeah that's it at the Golden Globes which I was I was kind of surprised with because I still think like the dramatic performance that he puts in is is Mm -hmm. outweighs the comedic performance yeah
1: it does completely
0: but uh, even Goodfellas is hilarious though it is actually Joe Pesci yeah is fantastic in that I love him he scares me though Terrifying I love how small he is In that mm. Because he's he, He's a little bull You motherfucker <laughs> fucking And he's just like yeah, fucking stamping On your <laughs> yeah, man yeah. Dancing on his head And I love the camera angle Where you're seeing it From his uh, Perspective Yeah And he's
1: just You just see the feet Coming in Yeah My favourite one is, is That one where he's Getting held back and he's like, you motherfucker! He's just, he's just pulling to try and get at someone. And funny, was, how? Funny, you know how? funny how, you know, he's talking to Ray Liotta, funny, how? Yeah, funny yeah. how Ray Leone's like, "Do I amuse fuck, you?" Fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm he, just breaking your balls. Just breaking balls, and then some guy comes up and he's like, yeah. he "Fucks him up."
0: Are we stabbing your man in yeah. the in the boot?
1: Yeah. Oh my god! Opening
0: scene. Is that the opening scene? It is. It's yeah. Been so long since I watched the, the movie. The movie
1: opens and they get out of the car. They open the trunk. They make sure the guy's dead. And then they close it. And Ray Leone goes. As far back as I can remember I always wanted to be a gangster And then it flashed <laughs> back Obviously It's
0: fantastic Yeah I cannot wait for The Irishman Me neither And the fact that A three and a half hour movie mm-hmm. Is getting rave reviews like this Yeah Just makes me so much more excited Also the de-aging
1: Of everyone like, And it's still getting the high Of yeah. the score That's gotta say something Yeah You told me a really interesting fact About how they de-aged Robert De Niro in this I love
0: that mm-hmm. They recreated a scene from Goodfellas yeah speaking of which is just great because you can imagine them watching it side by side I would just love to watch the footage of an aged Robert De Niro revisiting that classic movie yeah a classic scene I don't know what scene it is but every scene in Goodfellas is a classic scene I would love to see that and then you can imagine this that, that's kind of a scary thing for the effects team, though, because yeah. they're like, oh, fuck. Like, that's because I'm sure they had an A and B, like, side-by-side mm-hmm. side split screen of how he looked then, how yeah. he looks now, but digitally de-aged. Yeah.
1: It's, it's it, kind of crazy to think that, like, this movie is getting 100%. And, like, it's funny to think that all these actors, like, still have it, because you're kind of like... They're in a few like like Robert De Niro has done like the intern and all this stuff or Meet the Fockers and you're like one, two and three, oh, and four yeah. and five. Robert De Niro's and... an amazing actor, but he's done a lot of crap. But then he comes back and he gets a Martin Scorsese movie and you're like, apparently he still has it and he can do it as well. It's I'm more surprised
0: with Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci coming back. Because it's been like ten years since he's been in a main role. Joe... And do you have to ask him a ton of times? Yeah. He was he wouldn't want he didn't want to come back. He was been retired for I think it's around ten
1: years. Yeah. He does not want to do any more movie work. He's aged
0: so much because he hasn't been on screen aging. Yeah. You know that way? So like the next time we see him, we're like, oh, he's he's my granddad.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. He uh, he looks like uh, the guy who cleans Woody in uh, Toy Story 2 in yes. that poster.
0: I think he looks like a, a, an amalgamation of him and Scorsese himself. Yeah. With the black rimmed glasses and the gray yeah, hair. Yeah, kind of does. And he's also probably
1: the same height. Yeah. Yeah, Martin Scorsese is a very small man. Yeah. That's
0: actually everyone except for De Niro is a very short actor. But like you know, yeah. Pacino's, uh, Al Pacino's
1: quite short. Pacino looks reminds me in that you know in the Muppets, you know the eagle? Sam the Bald Eagle? Yeah. That's what he reminds me of in that photo. <laughs> Robert De Niro looks like De Niro. Paci- Pacino looks like Sam the Bald Eagle and Joe Pesci looks like he just came back from cleaning Woody for yeah. Big Al <laughs> of Al's toy barn.
0: Or that he works in a library. No, he looks too mean to work in a library.
1: He looks like an old mafioso. Yeah, but there's some mean people in libraries. <laughs> I worked in a library. Did you? I did work experience in a library oh. before, yeah. How was it? Meh. Yeah, <laughs> it was boring. Like,
0: what else are you going to say? Yeah.
1: It was fucking crazy, man. It was, crazy, it was a man. rager. There was so much cocaine. So much. So much. Jesus. Too much. It was kicking off, bro. No, it wasn't. But, uh, yeah, the Irish man is apparently really, really good. Actually, a decent segue is to go back to the Joker. Yeah.
0: Because... Uh, Robert de Niro and Walking Phoenix
1: clashed clashed, clashed. you want you want to cover this sure I'll I'll tell the story it was 2019 <laughs> no <laughs> oh my God. Um, I regret this yeah no uh, so basically uh, Robert de Niro Hollywood royalty and si- a professional a professional said uh, everyone has to come to the script reading Joaquin Phoenix, a renowned amazing actor who does his own thing. He's a floaty artist floaty type. Floaty artist type. Gives you the perfor- in the moment. In the moment gives you the performance not necessarily in a way that you want or that is easy to manage, but he gives you it. Gives yeah. it to you. And it's truly how he feels in that moment. Yeah, like he's really good at getting in that mindset. He doesn't like to rehearse no. anything so it's predetermined. No. And the funny thing is like I totally understand where he's coming from so he refused to go to the script reading. Both of them are right. Yeah they really are so, Robert, Robert De Niro classic actor we read through the whole script we get get a feel for it and this we... is
0: how we've been doing it for years yeah. this is how we're going to keep doing it yeah
1: Joaquin Phoenix wants to get a genuine reaction in the moment so obviously he doesn't want to do these scenes ahead yeah. of time you doesn't know? want anything to be premeditated no, at all doesn't want to put anything like into it in the In the script reading that he might lose when he's doing it in real life. I totally understand that perspective as well.
0: But Robert De Niro turned up the the Italian-American gangster and was like,
1: it's happening. You're fucking coming. That's the end of it. So Joaquin Phoenix dragged his feet in like Charlie Brown, mumbled his way through the script. In Robert
0: De Niro's New York office. Yeah. So it was actually in his own place.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: And... In the end, mm-hmm. so he, as you said, mumbled. Walking uh, Phoenix mumbled his whole, uh, all his lines, yeah. and then De Niro took him aside. Took
1: him aside. Gave him a stern talking gave to. Gave him it. a stern talking to, him, and apparently on set they didn't share many words. It no, it was
0: a, pretty much a good morning, yeah. good night kind of.
1: Although, in fairness, that might add to the characters. Definitely, because it seems like that's their actual relationship yeah, in Bill it. Yeah, Bill Skasgard
0: you know? wanted to keep separation between him and the kids as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if it was Bill Skasgard. For it was the director. It was the director, but yeah. that's a great, great idea.
1: I love hearing Bill Hader talk about it, where he was like, no, Bill Skarsgård isn't really like that. He just kind of turns it on when he's doing it. Other than that, though, he's just a really cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> if Bill Hader put it best, where he's like, no, he doesn't need to do that shit, <laughs> which is good. But what? But like we've given them our. Premier award Hunk and Skunk Obviously Yes Hunk goes to Joaquin Phoenix And Robert De Niro For being masters Of their craft And both Very different But both equally amazing Equally amazing actors Yeah And Skunks have gone To both their egos But they do deserve Those egos They deserve the egos As well Um, (laughs) But yeah Yeah Robert De Niro Yeah I don't know I kind of side With De Niro I, I do too Yeah But I I
0: Walking Phoenix is the star of the yeah. movie, and De Niro is. Well, I haven't seen the movie, but mm. in the trailer, he looks like a quite a secondary character. Yeah. to to um Walking Phoenix's yeah. Joker. So, but yeah, but yeah, he's, he, he's royalty. He really is royalty.
1: Yeah, Bobby De Niro. Yeah, yeah, he's oh. one of those golden classics. He is, yeah. It was funny. Um, I was watching uh, GQ. I've mentioned this before. Do these great like interviews where they're like, breaking down people's um, most iconic roles, most iconic roles, and everything. Uh, and Killian Murphy was doing it, and it's fun hearing people talk about the industry because. Uh, Killian Murphy goes well Chris called me up and he said he had a role for me when he says that he's talking about Christopher Nolan I know was so up.
0: cool or even like uh, didn't we see as well Todd Phillips calls uh, Robert De Niro Bobby yeah or he's is like, it Bob maybe it's Bob I, I think, think it's Bob, Bob.
1: He, he doesn't like Bobby he likes Bob Bob I know that because uh, what's his name Bradley you've made Co- it when you're calling Robert De Niro Bob yeah Bradley Cooper is like oh yeah Bob and everything he says that, so they all call him Bob which is amazing that's so cool because he's Mr. De Niro to me yeah he's Mr. De Niro yeah <laughs> Mr. Robert De Niro.
0: Oh, here we we should go on to probably the best news of this of the
1: winter. Yes the fall. The fall.
0: Mom and dad aren't fighting anymore. They're back together. The separation is over, baby. They're
1: sleeping in the same room again. Oh, thank God! I don't have to have dad's terrible meals anymore. Yeah,
0: fish fingers in the microwave. (laughs) Dad, why? Mom's back to nurture us. Yeah, at her teat
1: sure (laughs) we were very young during this period (laughs) um no thanks to uh thanks to tom holland yeah talking to bob Iger and the head of sony and everyone and being like listen guys you gotta let bring us bring me back to the mcu yeah spider-man needs to come back spider-man is back in the mcu and talks have reopened basically
0: yeah and they've already set a date for the Mm -hmm. next co-produced movie which is 2021 amazing and they've confirmed that spider-man will appear in a different another mcu related movie we don't know what movie it is yet
1: it could be a new avengers movie or it could be like a doctor strange or something i you see in the mcu the one thing that would keep me going to it is the thought that uh tom holland is the new tony stark yes which is what it seems like they're is, setting up which is what it seems like but that's what i want to see like i want to see tom holland like what keeping me interested for phase four five and six is like 10 years down the line tom holland it's not it's like instead of Arc stark Tower, it's parker industries, parker industries yeah and he's there totally. and he's in charge and he's like not even like necessarily leading the avengers but he's like a key role and then maybe he takes it up yeah takes up the mantle and everything like that's what you want to see I'm so glad he's back. Yeah. I love the Tom Holland. Like, Bob Iger Mm -hmm. is
0: the top of the top. Like, he's got the penthouse. Sweet. Yeah. This this is the big wig. Like, this is literally the head of Disney. Mm -hmm. And Tom Holland's like, Oh, well, we should talk about... He held... uh, the Uncharted movie for an adaptation of the really popular video game Mm -hmm. Tom Holland is going to be the lead in that movie he's been signed on for around two years now I'd say is he playing Nathan Drake? yeah Okay. like a younger Nathan Drake and he actually sort of held that movie hostage Yeah. because he's doing that for Sony and he's like hey you want to get this made Mm -hmm. maybe you need to start negotiating with Disney again
1: you need to renegotiate so
0: Tom Holland is Bit of a gangster.
1: He is. I've I've got a bit gang- of a closet gangster. I love I love Tom Holland already, but I've gained a lot of respect from after this move. Big time. Also, went the post The post that he did on his Instagram. Instagram. Speaking of Martin Scorsese, Jesus, it all comes back in today's episode. <sighs> Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. I ain't going nowhere. Ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I love that scene. It Jordan is.
0: Belford. <laughs> On the stage Refusing that to leave Perfection And he didn't even put any
1: dialogue underneath it No No words Just yeah. that Perfect Yeah um, Yeah is there anything else Stranger Things has been renewed as well It's been renewed That's Season really exciting four. But I think we need to get on to our, our fun Topic Are we, Do Thunder. we have time for this Are we gonna do it Are we gonna do it Are we gonna do it How? What time do you, do you have I have 8 minutes past 7 Let's do it Okay let's do it Alright Um so this is uh, a part of our segment, tropics. Thun- topic.
0: <laughs> give shit! Us, give us one. Give us a good one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> topic thunder. <laughs> <laughs> the of thunder. Whispering. Whispering. Can we do an ASMR episode one of these days? This is nice. This is nice. Oh.
0: <laughs> okay, stop, stop. It's
1: getting weird now. <sighs> No, so uh, shame this, on you, listeners, that with uh, boners right now. <laughs> <laughs> All one of you. Um, this is this is a topic thunder, which is where we're kind of doing a more journalistic approach, where we yeah. take like kind of an interesting topic that we're and we want to kind of bring it to you and share our interest for it. And I love this one. This is your one. You yeah. came up with this idea. It is. I mean. It's a uh, killer movies or movies that have killed people.
0: Movies that. Movies that killed
1: Movies that killed Yes Yeah Movies that killed But not in the box office Not necessarily in the box office No sometimes it could be But not necessarily Um, So the first one I'm going to do uh, the format may change as we do it, but this is about Poltergeist, yep. which is a 1982 movie st- written by Steven Spielberg, but not directed by Steven yeah, Spielberg. Yeah, which is
0: odd, but I think back then he did do a little bit of script work.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's how. That's kind of how he started as well. He was more of a writer and everything.
0: Oh, I looked up. I found a little bit of trivia about this that I'll, I'll tell you
1: afterwards. Uh, okay, well, uh, Poltergeist is uh, it's a, it's a classic horror, horror classic. Yes, there's a great poster that you found for it. I love that. Hopefully, we can throw it on screen for I you will, guys. I will try
0: up. I'll even throw it up
1: now just for inspiration. Just for inspiration. It's uh, It's a movie I've never seen. That is a great poster. But the poster looks great and I'd love to watch it after I've this. never seen it either. Yeah. I, it's it's a famous horror movie. It's like... I didn't p- realise there was three of them. Yeah, yeah. People put it up there with The Exorcist in terms of like... And then there's like, the
0: remake as well.
1: Yes. But the remake, uh, thankfully, did not have such a tragic, uh, tragic ending. So, uh, so anyway... Um, the movie is renowned for having a curse in which a lot of its lead actors end up dying. Yes. Shortly after or in kind of horrific ways. So the first example of this uh, is, hang on, let me see it. Uh, it began the same year the movie was released. Actress Dominic Young, who made her debut in Poltergeist as the elder sister of Carol Ann, who's the young girl with her hand on the TV yeah, or yeah. whatever, um, was strangled to death by her former boyfriend.
0: That's scary.
1: In the wake of an argument between the two, yeah, she had starred in her first film and was then strangled to death by her boyfriend. And this
0: was a big hit as well, so it things was. were just taking off for this actress.
1: Yeah, the boyfriend would only go on to be found guilty of voluntary manslaughter, which obviously sparked outrage in her family.
0: Also, voluntary manslaughter
1: it sounds like murder. Is murder? Yeah, it sounds like murder. It's a to fancy
0: me. way of calling it murder.
1: Anyway, um. Yeah, so so basically that that kind of kicked off the curse, you know, of terrible things happening yeah. to the lead actors and actresses in this.
0: That guy got over just over three years in the end. He got really? like a suspended sentence. I looked it up today.
1: He got a suspended sentence. He as strangled well. someone to death. Jesus Christ! How do you think he played it off as voluntary manslaughter? I don't know. Um, I I. I I don't even I understand don't how know how that works I don't
0: know what excuse it would take me a long time to come up with a good excuse for strangling someone to death you must have had a really good lawyer that's all I can think yeah, of yeah definitely OJ's lawyer OJ's lawyer <laughs> yeah yeah um, well let's see if the glove fits there was no glove in this incident. let's see if the glove fits <laughs> you,
1: you've never seen the Book of Mormon have you?
0: no I really want to see uh, have you seen the, the actual musical itself? Yeah. I went to I saw it on Broadway oh amazing
1: yeah anyway they, Trey
0: Parker and Matt Stone Trey Parker and Matt Traders Stone of Ro- South, Park.
1: Of South Park but um the funny thing is at one stage they go to hell in that and one of the people in hell in Mormon hell is uh, the guy who got OJ off brilliant <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. amazing I remember that joke oh, it was so funny I love the Book of Mormon anyway um Back to something a bit more dark and miserable. <laughs> uh, this kind of fits with the Halloween theme as well. I didn't even Plus, think of this. That
0: was pretty dark and that horrible. Was, anyway, uh, pretty dark <laughs> We're and talking horrible. OJ.
1: Um, anyway, in the next string of spooky deaths was Julian Beck, who played the apocalyptic prognosticator Kane in Poltergeist Two. She would not live to see the release of the sequel, which would be her final movie. Uh, oh, sorry, his final movie. Julian Beck, not Julia Beck. Jesus Christ, I can't read. Uh... He passed away at the age of 60 after a battle with stomach cancer on September 14, 1985. So he didn't even see the release of the movie. So bleak. So, so bleak. The third death of an actor associated with the film started rousing spectral suspicions. Oh, I like that. Will Sampson had played the kindly ghost named Taylor, who protected Carol Ann. Again, the girl from the, from the putting her hand on the TV. What a nice guy. He died on June 1987 after a lengthy illness caused by a chronic degenerative condition. He was only 53 years old. Wow. So these people are kind of like cut down in their prime, basically. Yeah. A yeah. lot of them, anyway. Big time. Uh, so not long after that, Heather O'Rourke, the young actress who played protagonist Carol Ann. This is
0: the ho- the worst one. This is
1: terrible. Uh, she would pass away rather suddenly. Doctors had been attempting to repair an acute bowel obstruction caused by congenital stenosis of the intestine, but could not save the young actress in time, according to the LA Times. So she was pronounced dead on February 1st, 1988, and she was only 12 years she was old. She
0: 12, and she went into cardiac arrest. Yeah. A twelve-year-old
1: going into cardiac arrest—terrifying—and
0: this was just before the third film came out.
1: Yeah, so she missed the and release. She's in all three. So yeah. she's
0: the main actress of all three. She's the reason they stopped. Yeah, Do you know there's, there's there's only one thing worse than mm-hmm. a young girl dying, and it's a young, rich, white girl dying.
1: Yes, that's exactly it. The young, rich—you <laughs> know what I mean? Successful white girl dying—that moves dying. the
0: needle a little bit. It
1: really does. That gets people's attention yeah, right there. Like,
0: wait, wait, hold on.
1: Yeah, she was young, rich, and white. Yeah. Wow. What the fuck? Jesus. That's horrible. It is. No, it's terrible. Um, Like I said, this is a bit of a morbid topic, but it's kind of interesting.
0: I find it extremely interesting.
1: Yeah. There's other, like, there's other movies as well where there's terrible accidents that happen, but it's funny trying to, like, Watch a movie, and then you, when you actually think about like all the stuff that went into it, like we'll talk about it at some stage. But the crow with Brandon Lee and everything, yeah, like we'll this. definitely get
0: into that. Another one, we got um, this will be a
1: recurring one because I yeah.
0: really like this. We'll do horrible accidents as well, yeah, some exactly. of the stud men that and women and I might try and make through. a
1: quiz out of it we'll, we'll figure some stuff out
0: oh the little bit of trivia mm-hmm. I wanted to say is yeah. that supposedly in the first movie Steven Spielberg was also a producer mm-hmm. and he wanted and they, now this isn't confirmed yeah. but one of the actresses in the first movie said that they use real skeletons I, do,
1: I know this one as well rather
0: than plastic skeletons yeah. because it was cheaper to yes. use real skeletons yes. and she
1: blames Spielberg for this so there's a, there's a scene in it where she falls into a pit and a lot of skeletons appear and the rumour is and I don't I'm not 100% sure if it's been confirmed or not Yeah, I couldn't find any confirmation on this It's a very strong Like classic Hollywood myth Or rumour at least That it was real skeletons used in this scene Because it was cheaper
0: Than plastic skeletons
1: Which is crazy
0: Which is mental And the actress blames Spielberg She says this was his idea
1: Yeah I don't don't know know. I mean
0: There's also been an exorcism on the set as well Yeah I heard
1: about that Yeah I would not. I don't want to be a part of this movie. No, neither do I. I can't can't believe anyone agreed to be in the remake. I'm fearful for Sam Rockwell. He's an absolute gem. He is a gem. It's Justin Hammer himself. Yeah. Yeah. He must have done a lot of good in his life to kind of stave off the curse. You know.
0: Yeah. For now, anyway. For now, we'll see.
1: Yeah. Um, There was one other death. This is the final one, and it was actress Zelda Rubenstein, who played the plucky, diminutive psychic in the three original films, and she passed away from natural causes at the age of 76. Uh, her death is not usually connected to the so-called curse as she was not exactly cut down in her prime. So that was the whole thing that yeah. people were cut down in their prime or close to the release of the movie or around that. Especially time. those
0: two. Yeah.
1: Is it the the actress with her first movie that yes. was
0: murdered and, and then the young, girl the young girl who's
1: twelve. But even still the other two deaths happened around in the nineteen eighties as well, around the same time. Yeah. It's it's all a bit sketchy. Is, it is, isn't it's, it? It's a really interesting movie to uh, kind of look into. And I actually I mean to watch it.
0: Yeah, and this poster makes me really want to watch it. Yes. And the original poster is also a fantastic poster as well. Oh, yeah? Um, and of course I lost it. Oh, well. But, you know, the one where she has her hands yeah, on the Yeah, her hands engine. on the TV. It's it's, a,
1: it's, a, it's just a classic poster. It It'll come on screen now. Yeah. There we go. There's a smaller version There's of it. There's a smaller version. But yeah, it's it's a movie I've been meaning to watch, especially yeah. after doing so much research into it.
0: Yeah, I know. Now I really want to watch mm-hmm. it. I don't know if I'd watch the whole trilogy because I supp- supposedly it gets worse and worse. It's not very good. Yeah.
1: It's diminishing returns. Exactly, yeah. Like with most horror films, sequels don't end up that well. Yeah. Anyway, that's our show this week. Yeah. It yeah. was fun. It was. It was good. And um, I really like
0: that new segment. Yeah. Well, it's topic ton there. This is going to be a re- reoccurring yeah. segment, but I like Movies that killed. Movies that kill. Next one it could be movies that maimed.
1: Mm. Yes, I like it. Whoa. Maimed that movie. Now that we're getting into Shocktober. Oh. oh. And on that note, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we will leave you. My name is Connor. I mean. Yeah, I don't know if we said that at the start. We probably did. We might not have. We might not have. But anyway. Uh, thank you for watching Straight to Series. Like, subscribe, do all the good Get stuff. Get on to
0: Instagram, that's yeah. where we're
1: most active. We are very active on Instagram. Check us out. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. See you next time. For a Joker review. Bye.